And we're back, everybody. Welcome back to episode two of the Sim Sports Podcast. I'm Rami, and with me today is Tony and Angel, the other two guys in the gang. Uh, hope you guys all had a great Super Bowl Sunday. I know I did. Hope you guys enjoyed all the endless wings and pizza and beer, whatever else you guys enjoy uh, on Super Bowl Sunday. Um, so let's get right into it. How's it going, everyone? This is Tony. Just want to piggyback on Rami. So I hope everybody enjoyed their Super Bowl. I know I did. I won. I won my th- two boxes. A nice uh, 1250. It felt good to finally win a box every year and never winning. But we actually just heard that Mahomes is getting surgery tomorrow on his plantar plate and uh, his turf toe. Yeah, so I'm actually gonna have Rami talk about that because he's into PT and stuff. So let's see what he thinks. Eh, it's relatively minor. It's nothing crazy. It's just a bit of a surgery right in the front of your foot. You can look down. It's on your second foot toe thing. You know, it's like right there. They go in. They remove what they gotta do. And he'll be back on the field or walking again in like four to eight weeks. So nothing for anybody to be afraid of. It's relatively routine. So that's that. Angel, how's it going over there, buddy? What's going on, guys? Again, I hope everybody had a good Super Bowl Sunday. You know, I, I know I did as well. You know, spend it with Rami and Alton. We were at Alton, so I was watching the game. The game was definitely uh, interesting. Not the... Not the game I hoped it was gonna be. It was let's all be honest. It, it, it was a blowout. It was <laughs> it was a, a blowout. The I, I never had a doubt in my mind that the Bucks were gonna win. I did. I was rooting for the Bucks all the way. Brady, congrats, the goat, seventh ring. It's crazy to believe that he has seven Super Bowl rings. But yeah, the the Chiefs were definitely not themselves uh, that uh, that day. Mahomes, you know, with his turf toe, was definitely um, was definitely struggling. To throw the ball, run the ball, the offensive line, the offensive line, and the Chiefs were not the were not themselves. And I know they had two of their main, I think, uh, main offensive linemen out. If I'm not mistaken, guys. Yeah, Eric Fisher was a big uh, miss. He uh, he was a second round pick. I forgot what draft, but I know he was a second overall pick in one of the drafts. He uh, he was definitely missed. You could tell Mahomes really wasn't comfortable. He just. <laughs> Didn't have time to do anything, and uh, usually we see him run all over the place. But that one throw he made when he threw sideways, yeah, no, diving was... to his uh, what was that to his right? That was yeah, that was right. well, his right side, right? Yeah, that yeah. was that was a impressive throw. A lot of the Chiefs were dropping the balls too. You saw Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. You usually don't see those guys drop anything, yeah. but Gronkowski two touchdowns. You know who would have thought? You know the big guy. Uh, I don't want to disrespect him, but the big guy. Uh, you know caught two and. My man's A B shout out to Gronk. A B all everything he's been through, he uh he caught a touchdown. I'm happy to see Antonio Brown get back on his feet and uh yeah. <laughs> win a Super Bowl. It's his first one. He got his ring, you know. Shout out to Leonard Fournette. He got he um he went in there for a, a passing a touchdown as well. What's crazy to 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 um to think about is that the Chiefs all nine of their points were from Buckner, all field goals. They did not score not one touchdown that whole game. Which yeah, you would have never thought that. <laughs> never would have thought in a million years where the Kansas City Chiefs, who had the best offensive game in the NFL the 2020 season, 
literally only scored by field goals, which is just mind-boggling. But the Tampa Bay defense was just was just nasty that day. They came to play. They knew what they had to do, and they just pressured Mahomes. You know, defense was on lock, and I don't know. It was just crazy to think that only their points were just three field goals by Buckner. It's crazy. Yeah, and I want to give credit to Todd Bowles. You know, that defense was <laughs> outrageous, and that Devin White interception won me some money. So I want to uh, thank Devin White for that. <laughs> I was sweating a little bit of that last uh, that last touchdown. If the Chiefs would have scored, I would definitely wouldn't have won. But Devin White, thank you. But you know that uh, Todd Bowles. Hopefully, he gets another head coaching job. What do you think, Rami? Yeah, um, so for that defense, Todd Bowles barely blitzed. I know he's pretty known for having a slightly aggressive defense, but he relied on his front four to get the job done. We all know that that offensive line for Patrick Mahomes wasn't fully intact. So there were holes for that front four to um, exploit and get to Patrick Mahomes. And you could see it every play. It's like they were going through a hot, like a hot knife through butter. Mm-hmm. Um, he he did not look like himself. He was running for his life, seventy five percent of the time. He basically ran for almost five hundred yards behind the line of scrimmage, trying to escape a sack. Uh, credit to Todd Bowles for getting the job done and executing a perfect game plan. Um, he just let his defensive players behind the front floor sit back in coverage, and just let the front four get to work. That's all you need is to pressure the quarterback. You can tell this is living proof that if you don't have a solid offensive line, no quarterback can survive. But with that being said, also, his receivers, Pat Mahomes' receivers, did not get the job done at all either. Dropping passes, and Pat is like throwing the ball all around, even when he almost fell on his right side. Like We're always talking about that pass. He's placing it where he needs to place it. It's up to the receivers to get that ball, and they didn't get any of those. They didn't catch him. Um, well, you know, Kelsey caught a few. Tyreek had, what, maybe one or two catches? Yeah, about, well, that was about it. But... Oh, no, he had seven receptions for 73 yards. Kelsey okay. had 10 for 133, but they couldn't get into the end zone at the end of the day. So, like I said with my prediction earlier in the first episode, 27-17 bucks. Sort of close. You know, I thought maybe they'd score one touchdown, but they didn't. Uh, I was just hoping for a really good game. And unfortunately, you know, I didn't win any got boxes, even though I had the best boxes available at 7-7 and 3-3. Nothing hit for me the one year that I get really good boxes. So what are you going to do, right? There's always next year. Yeah, and getting on next year, I want to actually make a quick uh, early Super Bowl prediction. I have the Bucks winning again if they can keep the band together. And I have them beating the Bills. I think the Bills are going to have a better offseason you know, I like Josh Allen a lot. He showed a lot of spurts. You know, Stephon Diggs helped him out a lot. They have uh, a lot of good uh, young blood on that team. But yeah, I think the Bills. I think the Bills can get there. Never underestimate Mahomes. You know, if he could get, get a better offensive line. You know, Eric Fisher gets healthy. But I do think the Bills are going to go to the Super Bowl, and I have the Bucks beating them in a way too early prediction. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. The Bills, the Bills showed, you know, they were definitely there to play in the in the 2020 season. You know, they made it to the playoffs. That was a team not to be underestimated. But I would not, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if your prediction um, comes true, and then the Bucks and the Bills do make a Super Bowl. I would definitely, I wouldn't be surprised if the Bucks make it to the Super Bowl in the 2021 season. You know, Brady's definitely not going anywhere. I saw Gronkowski say he's definitely staying. He's not retiring. He definitely, he's definitely gonna. 
get, hit the gym and more, get strong and get better. He's definitely staying for another season. Antonio Brown, I know, I think he's, I think he's going to be a free agent after this. Yeah, and so is, uh, and so is Godwin. So, like I said, if they can get yeah. at least, at least one, two of one of those two back, and they have Scotty Miller, who's a, you know, a, he's up a fast, coming. he's fast as well. He's like a Tyreek Hill kind of player, but. Yeah. Still got I Mike think, Evans. Yeah, Mike Fournette. Evans, of course. Fournette's a free agent as well. You know, they're oh, all oh. they're all a lot of them are free agents. That's why I said if they get the band back together. They all came came to the Bucks to win a Super Bowl. They came on one or two year deals. So, you know, they're betting on themselves to get a better contract later on. So that's uh, that's what it is. So they're all gonna be free agents. You just better hope that you can get at least two or three of them back, keep it consistent in that offense and they can build on it coming going into the twenty twenty two season. For real. Hopefully that you know that they saw how they played this year. All of them played so well together. Hopefully that um that the the Bucks see that you know this this is a good this is a good team to have. And hopefully, like you said, at least two or three of them can stay. It, the Bucks are definitely gonna be a dangerous team in the 2021 season, most definitely. And Leonard Fournette, I think yesterday tweeted, "Should we run it back?" With that meme with the guy touching his uh, head, <laughs> he oh. said, "Should we run it back?" <laughs> so hopefully. Uh, they could bring him back. Him and Ronald Jones together was a good, uh, good combination. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Ronald Jones had a good season until he got hurt. You know, at the end he had COVID and he was a little banged up. But once he came back, but yeah, I said, I said the, the only team that really could you know threaten the Bucks maybe or the you know maybe the Rams with that defense and now Stafford if he could play the way he plays and we said the other day he has more weapons now and he has a better definitely better coach and uh, actual you know. Winning team, you know the Rams have been in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. They they won. They were like ten and six this year. So I think that maybe the Packers, the you know Aaron Rodgers, you know he's going to be another year older. But I think the Packers uh, they might uh, break up some stuff, right? They might get rid of their coach, Rami, right? Head co- uh, defensive coordinator, I want to say. Yeah. So Mike Pettin was let go. Uh, head coach Matt Lafleur hired Joe Barry as the Packers' new defensive coordinator. He, if I was not mistaken, he was with the Chargers uh, last year. So he pulled him out from there. Uh, let's double check. Yep. He has experience as an NFL defensive coordinator as well. He served two seasons as Washington's defensive coordinator. Um, let's see. Yeah, so I, I have high hopes. If they can pull that defense together... Uh, they can invest in that defense as well. Maybe get another one or two players on the defensive line. Draft really well. I have no doubt that Aaron Rodgers can get them to the promised land next year. Yeah, and again, back on the draft, they haven't really drafted Rodgers any help, right? I don't think, you know, they drafted Jordan Love. I don't know what the point of that was. Maybe to get Aaron Rodgers mad and make him play motivated. Yeah, I don't think so. I feel like he might be the one to groom him, even though I don't think Rodgers really wants to do any of that anytime soon. But... You remember he sat behind Brett Favre for what a year or two before he yeah. took the reins. So we'll see if Aaron Rodgers uh, retires in the next two, three, four years. That's great prep for Jordan Love, and he, you know, they always tell you in the NFL to be ready. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if we'll see any more of the grooming. We haven't really seen that, you know, since I think Aaron Rodgers and I know uh, Steve Young did it with Joe Montana in the '90s, '80s, but I don't think. You know, I don't think anybody drafts quarterbacks anymore to sit and learn for three years with the clipboard. I think they draft players to to play right away. And uh, you see that with Jalen Hurts. They said, you know, enough with Carson Wentz. They gave him all that money. And Jalen Hurts, like I said the other day, uh, showed spurts of, uh, you know, encouragement. And I think he looked he looked decent out there. And we're still waiting on that Carson Wentz trade. No, uh, no other rumblings yet, right? 
No, not at all. But we're supposed to hear about they're expecting to trade Carson Wentz, Wentz sometime this year, uh, week, <laughs> year. I heard they wanted. I heard they wanted the package that the Matt Stafford, the got. Stafford got. Yeah, I don't know if the Bears are gonna give up that much. They still need some offensive help. Maybe the defense, I think, is set in Chicago, but I don't know. Yeah, well, I don't think Carson Wentz commands that kind of deal anyway. Matt Stafford's proven over his career that he's more consistent. Carson Wentz has only been in the league for what three, four years. He had one or two good, really good years. This year was terrible. Uh, I wouldn't even, you know, I'd be lucky to get a first-round pick for the guy. And I think someone like Sam Darnold would probably get more picks. Yeah, <laughs> Sam Darnold. I'd, I'd rather have Sam Darnold. I think at this at this time. Um, I think uh, Sam Darnold. I I do think at the end of the day, I don't know if he stays with the Jets. But like I said, we were talking about that the other day. We still. It looks like Houston wants to hold on to Deshaun Watson, but. If he wants out, I think they're gonna have to trade him, get something out of him before he holds out, like uh, we've seen with the other running backs in the past. But um, what do you think? Uh, I was trying to look at like the William Hill sports book, just try to check some bets for next year. Um, but I do, I do know off the top of my head, I was browsing last night. Uh, Super Bowl favorites for next year: San Francisco is above New Orleans. At like about plus fourteen hundred or so, so that tells me that Vegas knows something that the public doesn't. They're either hedging against other bets, or they know that maybe there might be a Deshaun Watson type move that the Forty ers are trying to uh, uh, get done. So when I check the odds here, let me see. Yeah, they're not on this list right now. They were like fourteen to one. Oh yeah, they are. They're fourteen to one. They're ahead of even other. Um, teams that made the Super Bowl, uh, made the playoffs this year. Um, so they have the one, two, three, four, five, sixth highest odds to make the Super Bowl, uh, to win the Super Bowl at fourteen to one, right behind the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm actually surprised on this list. The Rams are slightly ahead of the Buccaneers, and like I was saying the other day, it's not like a broken record, but with those with those um, weapons that Matt Stafford has and that head coach he has, that I think that the Tom McVay, yeah. I think the Rams can go far, but like I said, right now the Bills are second. The Chiefs are still number one because, you know, that. And Hill and Kelsey, if they can keep those guys. Like I said, they need that offensive line to be better. Hopefully they, you know, draft better. Hilaire, I think Edwards Hilaire was a good draft pick. He was a little banged up, but I think he'll wind up being. They have to run the ball more, don't you think? Uh, Well, it depends. Yeah, of course, but we both know that Andy Reid hates running the ball. Uh, it's only helpful if he's going to run the play action, but we always know that Pat Mahomes can create something with his feet, so the minute that someone gets open with those speedy receivers, he's going to zip it to them. So it really doesn't matter that they don't have that much of a run game, even though they'll probably make them a little more dangerous. Um, but Pat Mahomes, Pat Mahomes, man. Can't put any doubt behind the man, so... But one thing is I wanted to say, that's another thing that was, like, weird with this, with Mahomes and them, like, you saw the their running game, their throwing game wasn't on point that, that day on the Super Bowl on Sunday. So, they didn't run the ball as much. You see, at least for me as a coach, if you see that your throwing game or, like, throwing to your receivers is not working as well as you thought was supposed to be, which was shocking because, you know, like I said, um, Hill and Kelsey... The two main guys were dropping the balls left and right for some reason, but if you see that, if you see your throwing game is not going according to plan, you know I feel like then 
do running plays, run the ball more, try to gain more yards. Switch gain, it up, yes. Yeah, switch it up. Gain, try to gain first downs, you know, little by little, gain yardage. And then I feel that, that way they could have got to the end zone a lot easier and quicker. But for some reason, they just kept doing their throwing game, which kind of hurt them in the end. But, you know, you know hindsight's twenty twenty either way. So we can sit on our couches and think all day long they could have just ran the ball a little bit more and might have been successful. But when you're under pressure like that, you're on the Super Bowl, you're on the sidelines – you have to make split-second decisions as to what you want to do. So I don't blame true, them for true. the game plan they put together, but they were definitely uh, thoroughly out-coached compared yeah, yeah, to definitely. the Bucks and Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah, but not only that, you know, when you're down, when you're down big, you don't run the ball, especially in the Super Bowl. You want to just keep throwing it. Obviously, Mahomes is Mahomes. He threw the ball 49 times to Brady's 29 times, but. How many Brent, completions did Mahomes have out Mahomes, of those 49 times? Mahomes had 26. He was 26 for 49 with no touchdowns, which is if anybody would have bet that Mahomes would not have a touchdown, cool. they'd be making good money. They would have made good money. But, yeah, but you know, you just, you, years, just, so. you just never know with these things. And uh, What was uh, Tom Brady's completions of how many? He was 29 out of... 20, no. 21 of 29. 29. 201 passing yards, three touchdowns. Obviously, two to Gronkowski and one to Brown. Fournette had that big run. Yeah. For the touchdown, 89 yards on 16 carries. Ronald Jones had 61 yards on 12 carries. And uh, overall, just a, he, they came to play. The Buccaneers just came to play. And it comes down to it. They were just, like Rami said, they were just, the Chiefs were just out-coached and out-played that day. You know, the, the defense for the Bucs was just, was just amazing. They knew what they had to do to shut Mahomes down. And they came and did just that. And, you know... It's um I'm sure this is a I'm sure you know it's a big learning curve for Mahomes and you know I'm sure he's gonna work on what he has to work on to definitely for them to get the Chiefs back into the Super Bowl next year you know and uh, recently we heard that Aaron Rodgers was this year's NFL MVP congrats to Rodgers congrats to a Rod a a Rod uh so for the lines for the uh the odds I I should say. For next season's regular season MVP award, naturally, Pat Mahomes, plus 500. We got Aaron Rodgers right behind at plus 700. And then Josh Allen, Russell Wilson, Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson. Those round out your top six. Um, that, that's going to, I think, it's sort of weird to see just quarterbacks, but they have such an impact on the game. <laughs> I was just, just going to say that. It's funny. It's always a quarterback. We haven't seen, when's the last time a... AP? AP, maybe. The last time a non-quarterback has won MVP. It's always a quarterback. And even in the Super Bowl, a lot of the time, it's always a... Most of the time, it's a quarterback. And, you know, like he was saying, that's you need a quarterback to win. You know, I know defense wins championship, but let's see. The last the last player, it was had to be... Uh, uh, I think if I just saw it before, it was LaDainian Tomlinson in 2006. Wow. <laughs> LaDainian wow. Tomlinson, the last so... Yeah, LT. That's what, yeah, if it's not a quarterback, it's fifteen years. It's not a quarterback; it's a running back. Twenty-eight rushing touchdowns and ran for over eighteen hundred yards in two thousand six. Wow. Wow. wow, that's that's crazy. He was elected crazy to the Football thing. Hall of Fame in twenty seventeen, and before that, it was Marshall Falk in two thousand. So that just goes to show you that people value quarterbacks so highly in this league. They're the ones with the highest impact on the game. I would argue even defensive linemen, linebacker could also impact the game greatly, but quarterbacks. Is surefire high impact player. Oh, absolutely. Not only that, you see nowadays you can't even sneeze near the quarterback. A lot of uh, that's true. They put, which is fine. They want to protect the quarterback because that's the most you know important player on the team. But 
offense uh, draws in the viewers, man. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes I see defensive players tackle the way they would tackle, and the momentum takes them, and they call rough in the passer. I just feel for the defensive ends and whoever's uh, ta- sacking the quarterback. But that's how uh, that's how it is now. And you know, like my dad was telling me back then, these quarterbacks would get blasted in the eighties and nineties, and they wouldn't call it. Now, now they're protecting these quarterbacks way more, right, Angel? Yeah, for real. Like you know, I mean, I I, I see why because you know the quarterbacks, you know. It's like it's the team is a ship. The quarterback is like um, is pretty much the captain of the ship, and you know he's leading them to to land, say, which is the Super Bowl. But you know, yeah, a lot of these other players, you know, like the wide receivers, you know, offensive defensive line, you know, sometimes they don't get their credit what credit is due because you know at the end of the day, yeah, the quarterback, you know, does is the main person does what um he has, what the quarterback has to do, but you know, you, it's the defensive linemen that are trying to protect that quarterback and. Yeah, sometimes the they don't get they don't get the spotlight they deserve, but you know, quarter, quarterbacks at the end of the day are the ones that you know they they're the ones that have to read the plays. They have to make those quick uh, split decisions on what plays they're gonna run. But you know, at the end of the day, quarterbacks like you said are definitely gonna be more valued um, at the end of the day than any other player on the field. So, you know. Yeah, and uh, getting to next season, I want to talk about the Giants, and I want to say happy birthday to Saquon Barkley. Today's his birthday. I don't know how old he is, but happy birthday. Happy birthday, Barkley. <laughs> Hope your uh, ACL uh, um, recovery is going well. We need you next year. Hopefully the Giants will have uh, – he's actually 24. He's actually younger than me. <laughs> but um, I hope the, the Giants could – we need a receiver badly, and you could see that. You know, I, I like I like the, uh, Slayton. I like Shepard. The other day I was bashing Evan Ingram. I hope he takes a hike. He needs to <laughs> find a new team. Yeah. He was on my fantasy last year. He didn't do too bad for me, but, you know, he was a hit or miss, Ingram, but as a tight end. But, yeah, he, I mean, go or stay, you know, it doesn't matter. doesn't matter either way, fantasy or regular season. I mean, yeah. there's a difference. Fantasy, sure, you win your matchup doesn't necessarily trend. Like, a good stat line won't necessarily mean that they had a great game or that they win that game. So, fantasy or not fantasy, whatever, you know. Uh, so we're gonna get into bas- a little bit of basketball now. Uh, for tonight's matchups, we've got the Nets and the Pistons, Knicks and the Heat, Rockets, Pelicans, Warriors, Spurs, Sixers, Kings, Celtics. Shout out, Jazz, <laughs> and the Magic against the Trailblazers. Do any of these entice me or any of you guys? Any juicy matchups? I see maybe one or two. I actually like that Knicks Heat matchup. Um, the Knicks, I think, beat them a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. Right now, uh, Butler's back though. So. Butler's back, yeah. Uh, Nets should be able to beat Detroit without KD, but who knows? Oh, speaking yeah. on the Pistons, uh, so during our first episode, I said that was like the non-brainer pick. Uh, when I looked at the uh, the game that time, uh, Lakers Pistons, they went into double overtime if I remember yep. correctly. That 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 gave me a little bit of a uh, <laughs> a little bit of a little heart attack, you know. But LeBron James put in that uh, game winner. Uh, so if you took the money line, great. If you took the spread, I'm sorry. So uh, whatever. At least they won, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, don't worry. I had the Warriors beating the Mavericks, and even though Curry scored 57, uh, the, the Mavericks. Mavericks I think. Still won. I think uh, Luca had a great game. 
I think he Thank dropped 42 points. I think he dropped 42 points that game, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he looked good. But he won. He what won other games there. we got? Celtics Jazz could be a good one. The Jazz are hot right now. They're on and off, but they're they've been they've been uh, wow. playing good. Nineteen and five is there a Jazz record? That's crazy. Who'd hopefully, uh, hopefully Dame Dalla can give me some good points tonight. I have him playing. The Cole Anthony is actually having a good season. They're even even for the, so the Utah and Celtics. They're going for the matchup predicted. Sixty one percent is the the Jazz. And the 38 is to the to the Celtics. Well, yeah, because we have to see if Jalen Brown is playing. I think he's still questionable oh, uh, with okay. some knee soreness. And I believe the Jazz are, like, almost full strength. They got their superstars in. Uh, so with that one, I usually don't bet uh, my team, the Celtics. So I stay away from that matchup. But if I was a betting man, I'd probably take the Jazz. They're a six-point favorite. Um, but if you're feeling ballsy and you want, like, a sort of juicy pick. I would probably go maybe uh, Spurs plus one. The the Warriors for some reason are a favorite by one point on the spread. Uh, let's see. But that's pretty much it. Do I think the Pistons will keep it within six and a half points? With the Nets, not necessarily. Depends if all three, the big three for the Nets are playing. KD's Kyrie, out. KD, and James. KD's out. KD's out. Yeah. So that might be a good one to bet on. Yeah, no, so I, mean, I would probably yeah. take it. Throw five bucks, whatever. I don't know if you're feeling ballsy, whatever. Yeah, throw six not? and a half you know, points throw, on it. Throw five, ten dollars. You never know. Me personally, when it comes to betting, I... Um, I'm I'm never I'm never one to take chance and go for the go for the underdogs because you never know you can even you can you can ask Altone I'm always he'll he'll go for like the the ones that are gonna be favorite and I'll always, I'll usually just do the opposite and I'll just go for the underdogs and usually sometimes the underdogs usually wind up winning and well, then, that's the you hope because you get a bigger payday if exactly that happens, so you never know you never know there's nothing wrong with uh, betting on the underdogs because you never know what the outcome might be. Yeah, so let's see. Let me pick for the rest of the day, for the rest of the night. Let's see. So I will still take the Nets. It might be favorites all throughout, but we know there might be one or two upsets tonight. Knicks Heat. Uh, Taking you know, Miami I'm at still, home. I'm, I don't know. I'm still, I, I, I believe, uh, I'm going with my Knicks. I'm a Knicks fan at heart. Always been. Never bet you know. with your heart, man. Never nah, bet with your heart. I'm always a Knicks fan. But, like, you know, uh, Barrett's been doing... Awesome, you know he's definitely one of the best, if not the best player on the Knicks right now. I believe the Knicks can beat the Heat. Okay, uh, with that, I would not even take the spread. I'm probably I would take the Miami Heat money line on that. I'll take the spread with the Nets six and a half minus six and a half. Uh, Rockets Pelicans Pelicans are favored by six. The Pelicans, the Pelicans have been doing good. I mean, you know, they've been they've been doing decent recently. Depends. You know. Something's going on here. I gotta check who's injured, and who's not, who's not playing. Uh, but I'll say I won't. I'm not gonna touch that for now. Yeah, and the the Rockets are 11 and 12. Pelicans are 10 and 12, so they're about the same they're about uh, the, record. Yeah, about the same matchup. <laughs> yeah. So Warriors Spurs. I already said I'm gonna take the Spurs. Uh, still, they're both favored. The money line's in the negative. It's uh, I'm gonna take the Spurs minus 105. Um, Sixers, obviously, I'm going to take them on the spread, minus five. Celtics Jazz, I'm skipping that. Can't bet with my heart, man. <laughs> and then Magic in Portland. <laughs> Magic in Portland. I think Aaron Gordon's out, right? Yeah. 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 But don't Trailer. forget, McCollum and Nurkic are out, too. <laughs> oh, snap. Okay. Yeah, they've been out. Ah, okay. Uh, I think Nurkic broke his wrist. 
How do you do that? The guy's injured every single season, man. How the hell There's do you always do something with that How do you do guy? that? He broke his wrist? Yeah. Oh, my I God. I don't know. Look at the highlights. Maybe we'll show you something. I shouldn't have drafted him. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, he always gets hurt. Right to the IR. Yeah. So that's that for tonight. I'm not going to touch the Magic Blazers matchup, and I'm not going to touch the Celtics-Jazz matchup. All the other ones I might just parlay into, like a $5 parlay. Whatever. You know, see if you win. Get lucky. doesn't hurt from time to time. No, it does not. You never know what could happen. Exactly. You never know what could happen. You got anything else, Tony? Baseball? Yeah, let's go for it, man. Any news? Yeah, the, actually the Player Association agreed on what I was saying the other day. I didn't like the man on second to start the extra inning. I don't like that. I do like the 17 doubleheaders. I'm not going to lie about that. Um, as long as they play a full season, I don't want to see you know, 60, 70 games. And I just heard that the players aren't being forced, really, to take a vaccine, right? No, they're actually not, which I found very... Uh, I mean, I thought it was a little surprising, but of course you can't, you can't be the boss. You, can, you can't tell people what to do with their bodies, and I'm completely fine with that. Um, let's see, what else did they do? They did the seven inning doubleheaders, runners on second to start extra innings. Um, the deal did not include last year's experimental rule to extend the designated hitter to the National League or expanded playoffs. Yeah, and I know a lot of uh, a lot of Met fans are telling me they're mad about that because they wanted to. Uh, they know Dominic Smith's really more of a you know offensive uh, player. He can't really play the outfield, but. Them not signing Springer, they have to put Dominic Smith somewhere, and I think that they wanted to DH Alonzo and put Smith at first because Smith's actually better at first than he is in the outfit. That's his natural position. But I just wanted to say real quick, the Super Bowl Fifty Five actually drew an audience of ninety six point four million. That's 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 a lot, huh, Rami? Wow. Yeah, and I hate that people don't look into the numbers as much because the most watched one was the Patriots Seahawks in twenty fifteen at one hundred and fourteen million. Um, we're moving to a more digital age now. No one really watches a lot of live TV. They usually do a lot of streaming services. So the fact that we have about 96 million people on TV alone leads me to think that the actual number is somewhere around 120, 130. So I'm pretty sure they're not counting any of the streaming numbers. They're not counting uh, people that are illegally streaming. You know, let's keep that on the download, everybody. Um, <laughs> but... I, I think the number's around 120, 130, to be honest with you. Uh, everybody loves football. It's America's sport at this point. Sorry, Tony, about baseball, but baseball is a wonderful sport as well. Um, but I, I, I think that number's grossly underestimated. Don't worry. Baseball still still is America's pastime. <laughs> yes, that is true. You know, speaking of numbers, too, like, did you... The cutout, you know, because you know, obviously they have people, you know, they pick, they pay for how they have their cutouts in the stands and stuff. Like, did you know, they were, those were going for a hundred dollars a pop just to have your cardboard cutout of you in okay. the seat. It wasn't only a hundred dollars a pop. It also gives you a chance to win tickets to next year's Super Bowl. Oh, see that part. Is so enough. that's worth it. That, I would okay, totally yeah. Now done that's it. kind of I, see. I didn't <laughs> gotta, know that part. You gotta be in it to win it. Yeah. yeah okay. Man. See. Okay. Maybe now. Now it's that's a little more worth it to me. I didn't yet. know that either. No. Yeah, I didn't know. I, I didn't know. I was only. I was only told that literally you could pay hundred dollars, then they'll have a car buck cut out of you in the seat. But I didn't know you could have a chance to win Super Bowl tickets next year. That okay. That made it a little more worth it. But also, I told. I told. I was talking to your dad about this too. They saying sweets on Super Bowl Sunday. The sweets were going for as much as two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. For just one night, a Super Bowl night, two hundred fifty. That's a house. That is just outrageous. And but you know what's crazy? People will pay that. 
People will pay that 250k for that one. And we also we also saw a lot of celebrities. You know, Shaquille O'Neal was there with Meek Mill and Aaron Judge and A Rod and J Lo, and they were having a good time. It looked like. Oh yeah, absolutely. If you saw that picture of Shaq standing next to Judge, you wouldn't think Judge is six seven. He looks like a baby compared to Shaq. Shaq is a big big boy. Shaq's yeah, six seven. Shaq's seven feet. Seven feet, seven one. Judge is six seven. Yeah, but yeah, I just that that right there, just those numbers, just like was just crazy to me. But hey. You know, if you, I'm sure people pay that absolutely, but you know, th- those numbers are just outrageous. It's crazy oh, to think about. You gotta, you gotta know, man. There are people that you don't know that have stupid money like that. Like they can afford to drop two hundred fifty thousand dollars on a suite, and you know it doesn't oh, make yeah, a bet in their bank <laughs> accounts whatsoever. Absolutely, they could do drop that and not blink and not blink another eye. That's like, that's like a, a penny or a dollar to them. Two hundred fifty mm-hmm. grand to me, give it to me, man. It'll pay for PT school. It'll pay for. Pay for a, a car, house, and a house, house, car, yeah. everything. A down payment. <laughs> so I can get three things out of the way right away. <laughs> Absolutely. With $250,000. Yeah, Absolutely. Man. But uh, also, I remember when we had the Super Bowl here in New York, our regular seats were going for like twenty five grand too, man. Yes. These seats go for a premium. Absolutely. It's it's crazy how it's crazy how, how much these seats are at the Super Bowl. Compared to just a regular um, football game, which, you know, seats can range from you know, like, the nosebleeds fifty dollars to like you know the front rows thousand dollars, and then Super Bowl Sunday, boom, those numbers just skyrocket to thousands dollars just for nosebleed seats. You know it's crazy. Yeah, and it's definitely on my bucket list to go to a <laughs> go to a, a Super Bowl one year. Hopefully, uh, <laughs> that'll happen one day, right? Absolutely, definitely, we can make oh, that happen uh, one day. Of course, man. Absolutely. I mean, for me, I'd much rather go to an NBA Finals game if the Celtics are involved, but I'll, I'll settle for Super Bowl seats. We'll make sure we do all three. We'll make sure we go to a uh, NBA Finals, the World Series, the World Series, and the Super Bowl. We'll I've never sure been to all a, three. I've never been to a Yankees World Series game. I've been to playoff games, just never a World Series game. But last time they were in it, you know, was twelve years ago. So yeah. hopefully uh, this 2009, year. Two thousand nine, right? Last yeah, two thousand nine World Series. We were what freshmen in high school, right? Yeah, yeah. we just started. Right about, we just yeah. started high school. Yeah, yeah two thousand nine was the. Remember, like just yeah, I remember that like it was just yesterday, man. Too. Oh man. Time does fly when you have fun, guys. That's that's how it is. But yeah, so um, I think that's about it for this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Yeah, I hope you guys all have a blessed rest of your week. We'll be back soon with another episode. Stay tuned. Thank you guys again for listening to our podcast. You know, hope you guys have a good day. Make sure to give us a like on Instagram, follow Instagram and Twitter. And uh, we'll at see Sim Sports, at Sim Sports underscore underscore, and uh, yeah, we'll see you guys at the next podcast. Peace. Take care. Have a good one, and let's go Yankees.